Hey there. Uh, I'm a demolition laborer in one of my jobs. Uh, first off, my name is Jim. <laughs> and uh, let me tell you something that happened weeks ago. It happened Wednesday, when we had received a demolition request. Now, our jobs aren't really that bad. My boss would send me these locations to examine, and we would typically examine the building's exterior and interior. I would have to write down a list of things and bring it back, then, after reviewing everything, we would send the entire crew out to begin the demolition. Pretty easy, you know. Uh, anyways, when I first saw the building, I instantly recognized it. It snapped me back to my youth, you could say. Uh, the building, it was for an old Banana Splits studio. Now, for those of you who don't know what the Banana Splits are, it's a live-action show made by Hanna-Barbera. And it's about four goofy animal names as the Banana Split. They would do goofy stuff a lot in the show, basically. Uh, many kids watched the show and even grew up with it. I should know, I was one of them. But I thought back to many years when I was younger, watching the Banana Splits and singing the intro. Man. Well, after my good old memories watching the show passed, I, I gotta be honest, I felt almost melancholic over the request. You know, a piece of my childhood, it, it was ultimately going to be destroyed, and I was going to have a hand in it. My tasks involved me surveying the nearby area for can or dumpster placements, examining the exterior for what type of equipment would be best suited, which I would always suggest our largest excavator anyway, as well as inspecting the interior for any potential problems lying in wait. I figured it would take too long to inspect the site, so I pushed it off until the last second. I arrived at the building at 4 o'clock, I pulled into the parking lot, and noticed immediately the unkept lot itself. It was full of overgrowth from the surrounding of nature, with weeds creeping up through the cracks of the cement. Anyway, I parked in front of the building and stepped outside, looking up at the warrant sign. It was reaffirmed in my mind that this place was THE place where the banana splits were made, and, suffice to say, was now dead. I walked around the exterior, marking down a few things on my clipboard as I went. I stepped around to the left side of the building and saw a slew of mud and dirt that was probably formed by bad weather. Regardless, everything was going well for the inspection. I stepped up to the front door, but when I pulled it open, an almost gasp-like sound greeted me. It was like the building had taken its first breath in a long time. Ugh, it smelled like that on the inside, too. The scent of filled air with mildew filled my nostrils. But, job's a job, and I continued. I pulled out a flashlight, which I always brought with me for jobs like this, and ventured inside. For the most part, the whole interior had been gutted. All the props and cameras had all been taken, and all that was left was just a few decorations and ugh, the rotting stages. I scanned around with my flashlight, taking notes as I went, and... I walked into the backstage, but I immediately heard a noise coming from down a hallway. It sounded like something small and metallic, playing softly on the ground. I turned and looked at the direction of the sound, and went down the hallway and, and was greeted with a large stage area. Now this was probably the stage where the banana splits would perform on. I called out asking if anybody was there, and of course no response. I then identified myself loudly and clearly that I was with the demolition company and that this building was scheduled for demolition. Again, 
my response. I walked towards the stage, and after taking a few steps, I then immediately collided with something hard. I stumbled back, rubbing my face, wondering what I had hit. I shined my light ahead of me. Two small, black, lifeless eyes reflected back. Startled, I took a few more steps back. A moment passed before I realized it was one of the Banana Splits members. The orange grinning gorilla with glasses, to be specific. All of their names, except for the dog, who is Flegel, had all been lost on me. The gorilla stood in place, staring at me, with a grinning expression, holding a clang in its hand and a drumstick in the other. I turned and shined my light, and spotted the other Banana Split members. The lion and the elephant, along with the gorilla, were all aligned in a neat row. I thought it was odd that Flegel wasn't in the band. I called out again, asking if anybody was in the building, and that they should leave right now. But once again, I received no response. Then, I heard that same metallic chime. But this time, it happened right behind me, back down on the floor. I turned around and saw a silhouette of a large figure standing in the hallway. It was a really dark hallway, but I could tell you by the way that something was standing there, and I aimed my light at it, that it was definitely Flegel. It was almost like if it was standing there this whole time, but clearly it hadn't, or else I would have passed it upon entering the room, see? I climbed down stage and jotted down another note onto my clipboard. And when I looked up, Flegel had looked like he had moved closer to me. I jumped back, asking if anyone was there, once again. And once again, I had no response. I felt like the environment and atmosphere had been getting to me, and should just leave with the notes that I had. I took a deep breath and walked past the oversized beagle. And as soon as I got in arm's reach, however, its hand then shot out from its side, grabbing a hold of my arm. I shrieked and tried to pull away, but its grip felt like a vice around my wrist. With a series of clicks and motors whirring, Flegel's head began to turn towards me. Its cartoonish eyes looked at me, and unlike the other Banana Splits members on stage, these didn't appear lifeless. His mouth began to open, and a grinding noise bellowed out. I know that in the series they're played by actors in suits, but the feeling of my arm gripped by his didn't feel like a human grabbing it. I yanked and tugged on my arm. I even resorted to hitting the beagle's face. It felt like I was hitting a piece of metal. The pressure on my wrist was immense, but I kept trying to free it, and I had managed to wedge my hand under its fingers to pry it off of me. When it freed out of my hand, I sprinted out of the building and into my car. I drove to the company as safely and as quickly as possible. During the entire drive, I kept checking at the back of my shoulder to make sure that the oversized beagle wasn't following me. When I arrived back, I immediately set my clipboard into my boss's office and ran back to my desk. The people around me were questioning me about what had gotten into me. The next few hours, I drove back to the site, but this time with a crew, and did another final inspection of the place. It was much different this time, with a large group of people. Thankfully, uh, the air didn't feel so heavy, and it didn't feel so introverted. My friends cracked jokes about the good old days. They then turned to me and noticed I wasn't reacting to any other jokes. My best friend, who was named Boris, asked me if I was alright, but I couldn't shake my attention from the empty stage, where 
where the banana splits were originally on in front of me. As the demolition was getting underway, I stepped outside to get some fresh air. As I leaned up against the wall, trying desperately to catch my breath, I glanced down on the dirt and mud from the other side of the building. In the mud, I saw multiple sets of large and unnatural footprints, all heading off into the woods nearby. 